This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Welcome in to a new DNVR Broncos live show. It's called Three Ring Circus. The reason it's called Three Ring Circus, you can see right on there, there's three rings. It's like three rings for the Broncos. And we expect this to be as entertaining and stupid and funny. Oh, he dropped the ring. Oh, Mace with the <laughs> ring. Wow. Absolutely. If we're, if we're going to display them, if we're going to talk about rings, I got to I gotta bust out the bling. Uh, my, what my a daughter flex actually, on us. Wow. Oh, sorry. Hey, I'm start- I'm flexing with this the rest of my life, baby. Wow. That that's impressive. I mean, there's no, I don't even know where else I can go from there. Uh, this is going to be really fun. It's a new show. If you follow, you know, the DNVR universe for a while, you've seen the DNBA show from our Nuggets guys. You've seen Free Skate Friday from our Avs guys. The DFA show, and this is our version of that. It's it's like a podcast, but it is more visually inclined. Uh, and we're hoping to have some really cool guests on. And that is a perfect segue into our very first guest, uh, who we are very excited to have on. Um, he is one of the few guests who could come on the show that has a claim for best hair on the show. Uh, he is the man from NFL Network, James Palmer. What's up, James? Woo! Guys, how, we, how, how are we doing? I saw Mace's ring. I have a small ring story. So it's not small. It's, they're, all those rings are huge. My dad yeah. has a World Series ring from the Philadelphia Phillies, and he's in their front office. And at my wedding in California 10 years ago, they won an 08, it uh, feels like an eternity ago, and everybody wanted to try the ring on, right? So then we had a Phillies cake, and we wanted, and I was like, oh, we got to put the ring. I'm probably like 90 vodka sodas in, and, and <laughs> I'm like, we got to put this ring on the cake. And so we put my dad's World Series ring on the top of the cake, and then it just, it's so big and heavy, it just yeah. slowly <laughs> like sunk like the idol in, um, in Raiders of the Lost Ark. Like it just sunk yeah. into the middle of the cake. And, and 
getting itsy bitsy things of cake out of a World Series ring oh, cost man. me a little bit of cheese. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That was a mistake of mine. So you keep those things away from those those cakes, man. I mean, is that something oh. where you where you just stick the hand fully in the cake oh, to grab I, it out? Yeah. I dove right. Well, first we were like we were kind of like, how do we architect? You know, like extract this thing out. Uh, as I continue to use like Indiana Jones references, right? Um, yeah. And so we try, and then I was just like, listen, I just went in and like got the <laughs> ring out. And we're like, we had, you know, it was at my wife's aunt's house and we're trying to figure out ways to like get inside and between the diamonds and like clean it and everything. It was, <laughs> it was a mess, but it's slowly just. Oh, God. Like <laughs> quicksand. Oh, like, yep. oh my yep. God. Just as your heart drops oh, it too, was as terrible. you're seeing it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess if we're doing ring stories, I'll give one. Uh, when my mom and stepdad were getting married, they got married up in Vail on this like porch outside of like a lodge on the mountain. And when they went to like grab the ring, the person who was supposed to have it didn't have it. And Ooh. they had dropped Ooh. it. It had somehow fallen through the cracks of the deck and fallen like 20 feet into the snow underneath Ooh. the deck that was like <laughs> five feet deep. So the people that worked at the place were like, you guys just go eat, like, we'll figure this out. Well, they were literally taking uh, giant scoops of snow and putting them into into pans and then boiling them to melt it all oh down to find the ring. That's what and I they, would do. Yeah, yeah. That's what I would do. <laughs> and they eventually, they eventually found it. But, yeah, wow. that was a, mm-hmm. a, a very good ring panic moment. Well, it was a clean ring then if it was boiled. Right, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully it didn't mess anything up in there. Okay, so we brought on James because uh, we, we like his Broncos insights and NFL insights, but we also think he has great insights on hair. I think so. Uh, so we're going to play a game called Whose Hair Is This? The way it works is we're going to show you the hair of a Broncos or NFL reporter. The left is Mace because it says Mace. <laughs> <laughs> this is easy. You guys should take the names away. Zach's this- on the right. Yeah, you're Bingo. going. You're going to guess whose hair it is. Okay. And then we'll get into some conversation about something Broncos related that that reporter may or may not have said recently. Okay. Okay. So really, we're testing uh, if you truly do know hair, like you say you do, and like you show you do. That that is for sure. Yeah. So let's let's Listen. throw the first one up. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm ready. Oh, a tough start. This is a tough start. This is definitely um, someone that has a lot of body. Uh, <laughs> um, I mean, they're a little bit past a cut, but there's definitely some some body to that hair. Um, uh, do you guys do? Do I have lifelines? Uh, you I know what? I'll, I'll, I'll give I'll give you a hint. Let, let's say uh, a competing big the the biggest competing network to you. Wait, I think I know who this is. Oh, because his determining factor is not seen his distinct facial feature is his nose oh is this jeremy fowler oh boy. Oh, wow. oh. Oh. holy cow oh my wow. gosh wow that's good that's good okay. that i was is, thinking local because wow. at first without the face sorry jeremy without the face it seemed very local news hair I mean, it had a local news hair feel. (laughs) I've been in local news. It had a local news hair feel. 
Um, but then a deeper dive and a little bit of a hint. We're good. Now, now I have to ask mm. you, did you ever have that local news hair when you were in local news or did you always mm -hmm. have the national news hair? No, I had the local news hair, Zach. I, I definitely did. I did local news in Philadelphia, uh, filling in for Beasley Reese, the old Eagles great who liked to work at his job, but not really entirely show up every day. So I got a lot of days to work, uh, doing <laughs> CBS's local news with, you know, a big local not to knock local news or anything. I loved it. Philadelphia is great. I mean, dad was on local news in Philly, but it was, uh, it was, yeah, you got your two and a half minutes to dominate with your uh, local news hair. <laughs> that is fantastic. And what, what even, I, I forgot the game lost me. What, what even was a Jeremy Fowler news? The list, right? Yes. That, what you guys that was, about? Yeah. yes. Yeah. That was Jeremy Fowler the was the one who came out and said uh, two teams for sure were on Deshaun Watson's list of teams that he's intrigued by. And it was the Broncos and 49ers. He said there's other teams, uh, but he didn't know who all they were. Mm -hmm. So I can't believe we've made it seven minutes into the show without saying Deshaun Watson's name. Pretty proud of us, especially oh. with, with Deshaun insider and Texans insider, James Palmer. So, I mean, we, we have to, we have to get the insight, James, where, where yeah. does this stand right now? Well, I will say this. Um, I haven't heard or been told or the people that I'm close with that there is any list. I, I have not heard of any list. I don't believe, honestly, that there is one. Um, from my understanding of what I've gathered, this is a lot more about getting out of Houston than getting to a specific spot. Now, we know that Deshaun Wright has a no-trade clause. He can determine if they end up deciding to stop this stockade and, and they're going to move forward with moving him and start listening to offers that he has the no trade clause to determine where he goes. This to my understanding is more like I need to get out of this organization that is not best for me moving forward in my career. Not, I want to go to team X. Does that make sense? Yeah, this right. is less about the destination and much more about getting out of the current situation. Now, obviously, like I said, with the no trade clause, he can determine where he goes uh, and have a say in that. But this is not like, I want to go to these three teams I, I, from what I've gathered. That's not really where it's at. I have, and people that I'm close with that are also covering this have not heard of a list by any means, but that doesn't mean Denver is not an intriguing spot to him. I have heard that. So that like, doesn't, I mean, don't, I'm, I'm blowing up the list idea, but I'm not blowing up Denver as a destination. That, that is definitely a spot that he's comfortable uh, going to if, if they end up moving it. Well, and while we're talking about, you know, Denver as a destination, you had John McClain uh, last night saying, I guarantee that Deshaun Watson will not be a Bronco. Uh, do, do you, I mean, how do you react to that? Listen, I love the general. John was a great mentor to me in Houston. Uh, he told me one of the greatest comments in the history of the world. When I saw him one training camp, we're out there in 110 degree heat. I go, Johnny, you look like you lost a little weight. And he goes, James, it's like throwing deck chairs off the Titanic. <laughs> but I mean, listen, I, I feel like I'm coming on here and I'm I'm knocking all these other reporters. Jeremy, there's no list. Woody said there's no chance he comes to Denver, and, and that's not true. Um, John is very plugged in. John is, if people don't know, one of the major reasons they have an organization in Houston after the wow. Oilers left. Yeah. That's how much pull John McClain has in the city of Houston and how plugged in he is to, to the Houston Texans. I think it's early to determine and ruling anybody out it, because this situation I don't think is anywhere near getting resolved. 
I think this is going to go into fines. This is going to go into, I mean, th- this could be something to where Deshaun Watson, if he really wants to hold his ground, because that's really the only leverage he has is what? Not showing up, right? That's the only leverage he has. He has to look at it like I am willing to lose hundreds of thousands of dollars, potentially maybe a million, two million, three, to long-term investment my life past this playing football uh, and off the field where he can make an obscene amount of money because the guy is into art. He's into movie production. He already has like a production company, I believe, in the works. Uh, He's got a restaurant in Houston right now that's serving first responders uh, food right now during their crisis down there. So, I mean, uh, he's got his hands in a lot of things. I think he's looking at the long play of if I take some money out of my own pockets over the next, you know, several months, I'm fine with doing that because in the long run, getting out of this situation is going to be better for me. Um, So my point to that is I don't think we're anywhere close to determining where this is going to end up. Right. I mean, I don't think we have any clue because we are so far away right now because the Texans are just as dug in that they know how talented he is, how rare it is that this type of player comes along, uh, that you can't let that guy just walk out of your building. So they're going to do everything they can to keep him. Um, So I just think ruling teams out. And that's why, again, I don't believe in the list. Ruling teams out this early is is a little bit of a difficult thing to go out there and do because you don't know how this is going to play out. What if Denver's the only team that's really giving the Texans what they want? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. oh, I'm sorry. John McClain said that, the, that he won't go to Denver, so we have to turn your offer down. <laughs> I mean, like, you know what I mean? So I, that's you can't, you can't look at it like that because there's still so much to play out. I got to say, so, I do yeah. like the idea of the list – uh, on like the bathroom stall of like the five hottest girls, like that's what that's where Deshaun <laughs> yeah. like went in the Houston Texans team bathroom and like wrote his five teams on there. All right, <laughs> we can talk. We'll get to more Deshaun Watson. Also, James, if this ends up in it being a segment where you just disagree with every reporter in the nation, I'm sorry, I, it wasn't yeah. designed that way. <laughs> exactly. I think I'm like the least confrontational person. Ever. I'm on here like telling everybody they're wrong. All right, all right, let's go to the next one. Oh. That's Eddie Munster. That's Rap Sheet. Nah, yeah, boom. Too easy. <laughs> Come on, now. We, we had to throw you, but I guess we shouldn't even have some softballs for you since you got uh, your two for two now. Two for we two. got to crank I these up. Rap. Yeah, I didn't need a hit on rap. Yeah. <laughs> what did we have for uh, the rap sheet uh, news? We just had to give him give him a softball. Okay, there. all right. So, all right. Oh, yeah. really? There's no news with Ian? <laughs> a, a co-worker. Well, I, think Ian, I think Ian is... Uh, has recently said, along with myself, that the the Broncos were not interested in Wentz. I remember mm. that. We both yep. knew that. I think yeah. he had said that publicly. That ties into the to the Broncos. He's been on vacation skiing with his family in Vermont over the last couple of days, so he's irrelevant. Well, <laughs> really quick, what do you think? I mean, your your Eagles. What do you think of the trade? I was very outspoken, guys, on NFL Network about the way the birds handled this one. Um, and I even went back to like my Philly accent while I was talking about it. I was like, I was like, yeah, listen, birds screwed this one up. And I'm going to tell you how they did it. All right. There's no way they should have let Carson Wentz walk out the building. Right. But like, I, I went like full Philly, like I was a caller on WIP back home. But listen, I, I, the, the Broncos were not interested in Wentz. And we can get to the, the Broncos topic through this by saying everything that I gathered was. Denver, and and I don't think Drew Locke should take offense to this because Deshaun Watson's incredible. Russell Wilson's incredible. They made an offer at Matthew Stafford. All those are organizational changing talents, right? Um, the middle of the road group of these veterans that are going to be available, 
from my understanding is the Broncos are kind of lukewarm on that whole group. And, and Wentz was part of that, right? And because of the way this past year went, he has the ability to play at an MVP level. Uh, but the way this year was just so bad. Um, that next group, they're not super, super crazy about diving into that. And to me, that tells me that you probably think higher of Drew Locke than probably people outside the building think because you're hearing Deshaun Watson, you're hearing Matthew Stafford. We don't like Drew Locke. Well, to me, th- those guys are – I mean, Drew's delusional if he thinks he's Deshaun Watson right now, right? Yeah. I mean, that's just not even the case. But I do think if you're not really that interested in the Jacoby Brissett or Jameis Winston and, 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 and Carson Wentz and you're not really super into putting yourself out there for them, that tells me that you don't think that group – for that price is that much better than what you think Drew Locke could become in his next year. So I think that also shows a little bit of confidence in a sense of where they think Drew Locke is. If you're not looking at that whole middle tier and going, eh, right. I don't know if that's really mm-hmm. for us. Right. So, so, what is- so who are the quarterbacks then if they don't look at the middle tier and they can't get a Deshaun, who are the quarterbacks? Are we, this is the, this is the Andy Dalton, Tyrod Taylor, yeah, Marcus Mace, I think Mario that's straight, I think. Yeah, I think that's what it is. I mean, because you also have to look at the price tag, uh, and you also have to look what you're bringing in. I think it's more of that group. I, I still think a veteran coming in is not a bad idea uh, by any means. I think this past year, I think all of us would have agreed that if there was, say, an Andy Dalton to play those games that Drew Locke was injured in, it would have been a much more enjoyable team to watch uh, <laughs> if you had one of those guys come in. But, Mace, I'm with you. I think that group is the one to kind of keep an eye on almost the bottom of that of that kind of middle middle area of yeah. guys that could be coming available um, being somebody that maybe you go out and you look to add a, a veteran to the team. Because at the same time, I mean, Drew hasn't shown that he can stay healthy either. Um, somebody's got to take him to the slopes this offseason and teach him how to fall down, um, in my <laughs> opinion. But, uh, Ian I, Rappaport. I, 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 yeah, Ian could take yeah. it. Ian falls plenty, so he's just learning to snowboard because <laughs> uh, we talk about it a lot. But that's I think that's another reason why you look at that that kind of lower group. Right on. Next hair. Oh, God. This is my favorite part. <laughs> I don't even care about the football. Oh. Oh. I don't even think I know this one. I oh, I think I have a guess. Every single hair, I've thought Gary Kubiak. <laughs> I thought no, Eric it's not, it's not, Gary, it's, not no. it's not Gary Kubiak at the start of camp when he gets the, the high end. Oh, uh, that's yeah. true. That's true. <laughs> uh, Palmer 2, hair 0. I love that. Oh, man. <laughs> this guy looks local. Mmm. No. Don't help him. I want him to miss one. <laughs> I think he's local. With a suit like that? You think that's a local suit? That's true. That's a nice pattern. It's <laughs> a nice pattern. It's not even a double Windsor, though. Um, <laughs> I like to evaluate the tie knot. Um, <laughs> hmm. I think the hair stumped him. He's I think stumped, I might have been yeah. stumped on this I one. Think, I think Dan Graziano. Oh, the Graz. Yes. <laughs> oh, Danny boy. I'm sorry. The I'm hair sorry catching hair. up. I love Dan, too. <sighs> uh, hair cuts the lead in half. Uh, of course, Graziano was the one who – there was a little bit of, I guess, controversy around what he was saying. He listed Von Miller as a likely – uh, cut for the Broncos. Then there was debate over whether or not that was a report or a guess. Um, where do you stand? What do you know about the Broncos and Von Miller? Here I go, dogging all my boys. Danny and I have <laughs> we have beers on the road a lot too. So like, yeah. But like saying Von Miller likely to be released is like saying 
I'm hearing if the Denver Broncos don't work out a long-term deal in the next little while, they'll franchise tag Justin Simmons again. Mm, I mean, right. (laughs) Duh. Like, (laughs) like, you know, I mean, yeah. I mean, you're just kind of hedging your bets in a sense. Um, This is what I know that George Payton has talked to Von Miller. Uh, He's talked to a lot of players on this team. Um, They haven't necessarily, to my understanding, talked about contract. But they have talked uh, and and kind of introduced each other to each other. Um, to me, this is where things need to be laid out, cut, cut and dry. John Elway, the last time he talks, right before he moves up to his spot, is our goal this offseason is to make Vaughn Miller a Bronco for life, and we're going to hopefully make that happen. AJ Boye now just gets cut. My understanding is John didn't even know that move was happening. Wow. George Payton did that entirely on his own. If that shows you that they're not lying to you, that George Payton is making the decisions in this building and he is going to make the call. This is a guy with a fresh set of eyes. I don't really want to say it, but no emotional attachment to Vaughn Miller, uh, like much of this region obviously has for everything he's done off the field and on the field and been the face of the franchise and winning Super Bowl MVP and everything. This is a guy that's going to come in and look at it strictly from dollars and cents. Uh, I think what we also can't overstate or understate is how dominant Vaughn Miller was during training camp leading into this year. This yeah. that that showed me this is not a decline, and that was a weird injury. And if they were contending, maybe he comes back at the tail end of the season. Um, so I would expect him to be kind of in a similar spot physically. Vaughn Miller is not a normal human being. We've all seen the quads, right? I mean, the way they dangle over his knees is like freakish. And so like, I I don't think I saw any sort of physical decline. So I wouldn't have anything against extending him if you wanted to knock that number down a little bit, but that's a big number. Um, And so I just know that no decision has been made. And from the people I've talked to, this is the last part. I don't think this is the type of news that is going to come out from my boy, Danny or Jeremy Fowler or me or Ian, I, I don't see that happening because this is this releasing him would be too big of an organizational move that this deserves the red carpet treatment of thank you, Vaughn, for everything you've done for us. That's how it's going to come out, either from Vaughn or the organization. I just don't think this is the type of move that would get leaked out, if that makes sense, because of what everything Vaughn has done for the Denver Broncos. It's a very much a J.J. Watt style. And, and I mean, both drafted same time and both the, the same type of players. Dude, I knew I knew J.J. asked to be released. He did it within a week of the final game of the season. He asked to be released. Yep. Nobody reported yeah. it because everybody right. respected J.J. To the, I don't know who else knew. I, I don't want to brag and say I was the only person that knew. I, other people probably knew. But, like, there's a respect there that you don't leak that out when you are the face of a city. Right. And I think that that's kind of in the realm that Vaughn's in. Now, with all this, with Vaughn and everything, how much is the cap and what we're learning about it coming into play? Because we learned this week the floor is going to be 180, but you've got the TV and streaming contracts coming in. There's a chance that this could go down to the wire as to what this cap is. Maybe it is even in the 190, $195 million range. Exactly. And those rights are everything we have to keep our eye on, right? There's rumors that Disney wants to get in the market for Thursday night football. That would put Disney and ABC in on Monday night football and Thursday night football, which does also what? Puts them in the rotation for the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you don't think they want to pay big money to get in the Super Bowl rotation? That drives the price yeah. up. But who has deeper mm-hmm. pockets than really anybody? Amazon. And when they stream Thursday night games, 
that actually was deemed a success by the league and by Amazon. So are they going to bid for a larger piece of the pie on those games and other games? So the point I'm making is, and Mace is right, that like there are some people with, even though this is a pandemic and the economy is where it is, that have some deep pockets that want to push the league forward because people, even though ratings were down, they're just watching differently in all essence, really. Mm -hmm. Um, Money's going to be there. How do we get to that money? And Mm -hmm. how much of that is in this year and where this cap is this year. That's a roundabout way to get some interesting broadcast nuggets into this conversation (laughs) Uh, (laughs) and what Mace asked. But like, yeah, that that is definitely going to play a factor because you are going to look at things this year in a couple different ways. There's people around the league that I talk to that think there's going to be some super teams attempted to be put together for one year because of this Mm -hmm. style of where the cap is. Guys are going to take less money and go play with Tom Brady in Tampa for one season. And then we get back on track and then they're going to ask for their regular money. Right. So keep an eye on how odd this off season could be. Say like Vaughn gets released and Vaughn goes, well, shoot, I'm going to go play with Tom Brady and everybody in Tampa for 5 million bucks one year. And then I'm going to go back out on the market the next year. So it is going to be an odd year. Hopefully that works out better than the Eagles dream team. Oh yeah. Who, oh. who, who called it the dream team? Was it Vince uh, Young? Is yeah. The one that yeah. Called it the dream yeah. Team? Oh boy. Um, <laughs> I want to circle back to something and James, I also know that you have like a, a real job on real TV. So if you have to leave at any point, you can just say like, bye. You got to put a tie on at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I want to circle back to the AJ Boye thing with Elway not knowing about that. Do you think that that was like a scenario where like you're on and off with an ex and they're saying, like, hey, I, I really do think we should see other people and, like, go out and experiment. And so, like, you go on a date just to see how they're going to react. Like, like George Payton was told he's oh, – he, like, he, like, he was like, check this out. <laughs> I'm releasing AJ. Don't tell John. Yeah, no. and then you wanted to see how John reacted? No, I, I, don't, I don't think it's that at all. I, I think what we are seeing is as uh, in press conferences, all of us are so – used to being lied to right right, right you think yeah. everything is lip service so you're like there's no way john elway is going to take a little bit of a step back there's no way he's not going to have a say that's john elway right like but i think we're realizing with that move that this is the reality of the denver broncos and, and that this is george payton's team to make the decisions with uh with the you know vic fangio i do think larger decisions like save on miller He's going to go to John Elway and be like, this is what I think we're going to do. I'd love to hear your input. <clears throat> I'm not sure that's going to sway me one way or another, but you're going to be involved. Also with Deshaun Watson or any sort of quarterback situation. <clears throat> I'm getting emotional about it. <laughs> and so um, with all of those, I think John is there to lend a hand with everything he has been through to be a part of those discussions. I think we all kind of saw the AJ Boye, you know, release, you know, on the writing on the wall, even though they have no corners. I think Zach might play corner for him this year, but I'm ready. He uh, did it in high school. Yeah. (laughs) See, I knew it. I could tell. I could just read it in his face. Um, So like, I think, I think it just is, is, is a really good example of, of that. This is going to be, you know, George is going to be running things. And from what I have gathered, it has been going really, really well inside the building about the way that he carries himself and the way that he goes about his business. He is a grinder. And that is definitely something that Vic Fangio likes because we know Vic is a let's throw the dip in and watch some tape, boys, you know, type of guy that wants to be there at midnight. So 
I do think that that relationship and what's happening within the building is definitely in a, in a really positive direction. All right, Allie, uh, maybe we can go to some of the tougher ones here. We'll go tougher ones. I didn't get grass. <laughs> I know we're going to, we're going to turn it up a little, a little bit before we uh, let you go. That's me. Young James. That is with the, uh, the soccer trophy MLS for, Cup. MLS no, Cup, it yeah. was the right. it was it might have been Con uh CONCACAF? Yeah, Copa I think that's what it was. Yeah, Copa it was uh it was a it was a game that's at that's at Energy Stadium. Uh now Reliant or was Reliant Stadium, now Energy Energy Stadium. Um look at that terrible shirt and pie combination. <laughs> Yikes. Oh man, getting dressed at Express um back in the day. That was a game between Mexico and Guatemala. That was Ooh. happening uh, there at the stadium. Now, James, I have to ask: Is that local TV hair right there? Mm -hmm. I okay. was working at a regional sports network. Um, <laughs> yeah, look at that! Ooh. <laughs> Yikes! All right, what do we got next? Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> oh God! It's not oh, Jimmy Neutron. That's your hint. I thought it was yeah, or like the bad guy in The Incredibles. Uh, <laughs> is, is this a real person? Yeah. Is this a real person? I think it is. I think it is. I don't. I don't think he's gonna get it. Is this a local person? Yes. Oh, yes. Very it, local. Very local. It, ha <laughs> it has a touch of Cecil Lammy to it. Oh, throw it out. Uh, but the head's not fat enough, like wide enough, <laughs> to be Cecil. Wow, that is a. And there's no tie to 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 break. There's it no tie. You. There's a jacket. This is very local. Are we, well, are we very this? local? Yeah. What's with the hand position though? What's going on? I don't here? either. And they bite yes. their and they That's definitely. They, they we talking mirror selfie? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mirror let's selfie. See. Let's see who it is. Ah, oh, I was hey! gonna say it. Damn it. <laughs> A very local right there. Part of also, me really thought about saying Zach. Oh, <laughs> uh, you should have done it, Zach. What the hell, dude? You know that that was college guys, and that that was peak hair. That was peak okay. hair right there, and that, uh, was, that was peak whoa. Jimmy Neutron. That was on how, purpose. That yeah. you better believe it. Oh. Zach, how long did you go between haircuts in college? I mean, that looks like that is that is a good solid three to four months of growth right there. Oh yeah, I mean that that's we're almost getting to a foot right there, and what you guys can't imagine. Oh, there? you guys can't imagine how much product I went through oh. for that hair. I. I'm more concerned about the seductive facial expression. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was proud of Listen, my work right there. I don't know, man. I'm I'm like, I don't want to be too inappropriate, but this looks like something they put up on the screen after a school shooting. Oh, I mean, Jesus. oh. no lie. I mean, Zach, that is creepy. Yeah, that is pretty uh. creepy, Zach. All right, what's next? We'll get James out of here soon. Oh, wow. Is that so are we sticking? Is that like a mace from years ago in the college oh. team? Oh. <laughs> Oh man. Is that Close. Ryan? Oh. Oh, he got it. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> what the heck? That you is know, awesome. Just so a golf bro, huh? Yeah, that's the high. Are you just getting a couple game. swings in between takes on uh Days the Confused set? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> uh I yeah, I was uh I was I was growing it out. I probably watched Days and Confused like four minutes before this picture was taken. And I was like, um, I really, so uh, actual thing here. I loved it for golf because when I stood over the ball, my hair made like a dome around my whole face where it was just like me and the ball, you know, oh, I was you like, blocked wow. it out. Yeah. yeah. It was really blocking out all my surroundings. <laughs> wow. 
And you didn't even want to do any of the buttons there? Or is that a zipper? That's, That's a, zipper. a zipper. All the way on zip. Oh, you know? Wow. Of course. Just I would expect hope, nothing less. Trying to hope a little salad pops out. Like, <laughs> if, if you're going to be on the golf team, uh, you got to like make sure no one knows you're like that guy on the golf team. You know, you got to like overcorrect the look to make sure everyone knows like, I'm cool, but I just happen to play golf. The renegade golfer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Oh. All right. Do we Is have there any... no question tied to your tied to your golfing experience with the Denver Broncos? No, <laughs> I, I, I don't think so. I I played Top Golf with Joe Ellis once, and um, I tried to see if I could like parlay that into a trip to Cherry Hills, and it didn't. It did never didn't ever work out. No, it didn't play. He's like, you have a really good swing, and I was like, thanks. Yeah, we should play sometime. He's like, yeah, for sure. Uh, I'll call you. Like, oh <laughs> yeah, one of those one of those jobs. Ooh. That's some of the best in the biz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of the best in the biz. Man. At least he thinks so. <laughs> well, Vic thinks the world of his hair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, this isn't local anymore. Oh, this is not local. Nope. No. Nope. Kind of looks like Dan Patrick. Ding uh, ding ding ding. Yes. Ding. Yeah. <laughs> impressive impressive and to tie this with the broncos james dan patrick said that the broncos offered number nine and drew lock in order to get matthew stafford what there's been so many things out there about what the broncos offered what what did you hear how serious were they about about acquiring matthew stafford they made an offer for sure and they were definitely interested but if you go and look what ended up getting done i mean Broncos were nowhere near that. I didn't hear Drew Locke's name in their offer. That doesn't mean if, say, the Rams uh, didn't give the universe uh, for Matthew Stafford because Sean McVay is enamored, um, that they wouldn't have come back and said, all right, give us Drew Locke as well. Uh, It never got to that point. And Drew Locke was not part of their first offer, to my understanding. So um, they did offer, uh, I think they wanted, in my thinking, because uh, it's my thinking. Um, they offered a one and wanted Stafford and a two back. That's nowhere near one ended up going down. I never heard Drew's name being linked directly to their offer, but you would assume if they're rebuilding, they need a quarterback. I, I think that would have been in a rebuild, uh, a much better play than the $40 million a year you're giving Jared Goff. Um so I would have think that if it got down the road, they would have maybe asked for Drew. Um, but from my understanding, I don't think they 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 offered Drew in their initial offer. Very fair. All right. Well, this has been uh, uh, the first episode beat, of James Dunks on, on his friends. <laughs> yeah. uh, James Dunks on his the, friends. We'll have yeah, to get it, it again. Uh, that was fun. Guys, uh, it's awesome. Yes, hey. thank you for uh, being our debut guest. Like, I know. I don't know what you guys do next Friday. This, this is going to plummet. <laughs> we, right, we, 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 have, we have to get one of your friends to come on Dunk on You. Oh, that's true. Who should we yeah. get? Help us get Rappaport. Garofolo would love to just rip me to shreds. Yes. Uh, oh, Mikey, would, Mikey would love to come on here, and he would get real firm. He, he, would, go, he would go, James is from – like a couple miles outside the city of Philadelphia. I'm from South Philly. Like he doesn't know. Like Mike would have been all all over it. He would have talked. He would have talked about how I don't know how to catch crabs uh, at his shore house that I've been to. And, and when we go crabbing, I'm not very good at it. He would have. Yeah, he would have. He would have yeah. destroyed me. 
You've done a good job defending yourself right now. You know, you already, you already put the ammo out there. Now he has nothing to do. It's like in eight mile where I say everything about myself. So you can't roast me on it. That's what (laughs) Eminem did. I'm told we have one last one here. Let's see. Oh, okay. Oh God. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, is that a, is that a Paisley Mace? That is. (laughs) Oh Oh, God. Oh, That's good. Look at that. Uh, look at that mic position. That's that's top notch. Hey, I, I got some I got some good lessons on proper mic positioning many years ago. As far as you try to make sure it's up, you get you get the mic flag against your chest if it's a if it's a square or rectangular mic flag, and uh, that that way it's stable. The mic isn't going anywhere. You've got consistent sound. And uh, hey, the, Chris, Chris Hall lanyard. over at Wisconsin taught me that. You got to the lanyard. Yeah, they never. Uh, oh, yeah, that's true. I I went to journalism school, and I don't I don't remember them ever teaching me any of that. So you learn. I go to the side a little bit, so you can still yeah. see the tie. Uh, oh, okay. you got to show off that double Windsor. All right. Well, speaking of the tie, Ooh, oh, it's me. Speaking of double, <laughs> it looks like you're pointing at me. I'm pointing at myself. Well, I am pointing at you, but I'm pointing oh, wow. at myself on the screen. Oh, possible because we were on a delay. Wow, that's good stuff. All right. Right, Speaking guys. of James being on TV, we're gonna have to let I do him have actually to talk about <laughs> yeah. months, uh, and, and his fit in Indianapolis and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers free agency uh, situation this offseason. So hey, tune into NFL Network. Hey. Yeah, there you go. All right, thank Thanks, you so much, James. James. See you guys, Thanks, this is awesome. Good luck with the show moving forward. Not sure how you top this, but <laughs> I'll see you hey, how do I submit? How do I submit this on Miami Reel? <laughs> uh, we'll send it. We'll send it to you. We'll send you okay. the link to the video. We'll send it to all your friends too. Done. Don't send, well, don't send it to Dan or uh, Valor <laughs> or or the general down in Houston. Uh, James, what are you doing? Yeah. All right, guys, take it easy. See you, James. Steve James. Oh, that was fun. That was very very fun. Do we just uh, end it now? I mean, it, it, we've gone pretty. We went way longer. I told James that we would hold him for like 15 minutes, and that was a <laughs> lot longer than that. So hopefully, we can get him to come back on one of these days. And th- next time, I'll be more realistic about uh, how much time it's going to take. Man, that was that was a, so much great info too. I mean, so much to break down for for the Broncos and hair wise, of course. I know. I feel like I have to go re-listen to it uh, to remember everything that was that he said. That's for sure. All right, well, uh, uh, if you want to forget things this weekend, you should hit up our friends at Breckenridge Brewery. Uh, They just dropped their seltzer. And listen, this is um, the best thing that's happened to me in 2021. Um, It's a low bar for sure, but uh, this is is big news. Um, I've only had one so far. I'm trying to like you know, I'm trying to save it for a big night when I just go all in on the Breck seltzer. But I had uh, the Breck Honeydew seltzer, and it will absolutely blow your mind. Um, so you got to check it out. It's more subtle than all the other seltzers, which I really think uh, is a positive. Like you just don't get hit in the face with all this like fake flavoring. It's just super subtle. So check them out, Breckeridge Brewery, uh, and get you some good company hard seltzer this weekend.
And I'll tell you what pairs damn well with good company and damn good beer is damn good beef. And Hassle Cattle Company is the absolute best source to farm table Wagyu beef in the country. Hassle Cattle Company is a fourth generation cattle farm out of Texas. They ship all over the United States of America straight to your door. They call their beef the blue collar Wagyu because it's the best damn Wagyu that every man or woman can afford. Hassle Cattle Company offers Wagyu smoked sausage, New York strip beef. Bacon, Wagyu Frank without any fillers, of course, and jerky, of course, the sweet and spicy I absolutely love. And their hamburger won Food Network's Northeast Burger Jam. We love their beef. And guys, they take their registered bulls and breeds with them with their Angus cows, giving you the very high prime product that is grown with zero antibiotics and hormones. So visit them at hasslecattlecompany.com. That's H A S S E L L cattlecompany.com and use promo code DM. NVR 10 for 10% off your order and any order over $200, you get free shipping. So make sure to check out damn good beef to pair with your damn good beer over at Hassle Cattle Company. On the Hassle Cattle Company front, I have to tell you, I'm not going to name names, but I was speaking to a a member of the DNVR family yesterday who told me they have spent uh, in the quadruple digits already at Hassle Cattle Company. That's how much they like their beef. So we're talking thousands if I do my one, two, three, fours right. Yes. You got to eat. I mean, I mean, how much of the of your budget are you spending on food anyway in normal time? But this is damn good beef, as as Zach said in the promo. And uh, I can't blame anyone for spending four figures there, especially if you've got a freezer. Just take advantage of the fact that if you get over two hundred dollars, you get that free shipping. You get the the ten percent off with the code DNVR. Get some extra. Stick it in your freezer in the garage and you're good to go for whenever. 100%. And, and it's affordable, so it's not like yeah. it's easy to reach uh, a G at Hassle Cattle yeah. Company, especially <laughs> with the DNVR10 promo code. Okay, so we're not done. I saw a lot of people be like, this was fun. Thanks, guys. Well, we're just getting started. we got a whole show ahead of us. Uh, and here to start the second segment on Three Ring Circus presented by MSU Denver, we're going to play a game called What Are the Odds? And basically, the way this works is DraftKings Sportsbook got everyone's hopes up yesterday. Well, all sportsbooks got everyone's hopes up yesterday (laughs) when the odds shifted for the Denver Broncos. And at DraftKings Sportsbook, to land Deshaun Watson, the Broncos are now 4-1. to I double-checked that this morning. The odds have not moved. 4-1 to odds for the Broncos to land Deshaun Watson. So what we're going to do is we each have brought – uh, a few things here and we're going to say what are the odds of this the question really is better or worse odds than the broncos landing deshaun watson so one of us will present a question the other of us have to guess is that better or worse odds uh than the broncos landing deshaun watson mace we'll let you start all right let's start this off with the odds that the Broncos would have a losing season during the 35 years that Pat Bowen was owner prior to passing away in 2019. Oh, this would be, well, the Broncos, I'm going to say the Broncos have better odds to land Deshaun Watson than they did a losing season. I'm going to okay. agree. I'm going to agree. Exactly the same. Four to one. Oh, wow. Okay. And the Broncos didn't have losing seasons, so you feel good about that. 
You right. feel good about they their had, odds they, to get they, Deshaun. They had seven losing seasons, 28 that were 500 or better uh, from 1984 through 2018. So for exactly, so basically exactly the same. I mean, those Broncos losing seasons, they felt more frequent re- recently, so maybe you feel pretty good about those odds. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> and speaking of Pat Bowling, guys, yesterday would have been his birthday. So uh, so yes. I know his kids posted some things about him yesterday. So th- thinking of the Bowling family for sure. All right, <laughs> Zach, I'll let you go next. All right, guys. The Bronc- who, what What's better odds? The Broncos 4-1 to odds to land Deshaun Watson or pick any team to win the Super Bowl, including the favorites, the Kansas City Chiefs oh, in 2021. So so you're saying, uh, I'm going to say that the Broncos have worse odds to land Deshaun Watson than the Chiefs do to win the Super Bowl. Wait, what is better and worse? I'm confused here. <laughs> More like, worse okay. odds means less likely. Yeah, worse five, odds five to one is worse, gotcha. three to one is better. Gotcha. Okay, and you're saying the Broncos have worse odds. Yes. Okay. Mace, you, you rolling with RK? I'm going to say the Broncos have better odds. The Broncos have better odds to land Deshaun Watson than the Kansas City Chiefs do to win the Super Bowl. Guys, the Kansas City Chiefs are plus 525, so pretty much 5-1 to odds. Mm. So they're saying that the Broncos are more likely to land Deshaun Watson than the Chiefs are to win, or any team for that matter, to win the Super Bowl. In fact, the Bucs are plus 900, so they're saying the Broncos have twice as good of a chance to land Deshaun Watson than the Bucs do to win the Super Bowl. Where are the Packers, Aaron Rodgers, Zach? Do we know? Uh, they've got to be behind the Bucks because the Bucks are number two. Okay. Uh, wow. I know why. I know why. Nice. It's because uh, the reason the Chiefs have such low odds is because they think the Broncos are going to get to Sean Watson and sweep them and win the division. Mm, there we go. I'm like, and then the Chiefs have to go on the road, and uh, yeah. and then it's just all downhill for the Chiefs. So I assume Buffalo is next in the AFC, though, right? Well. We may get there. We may get there with these odds. We'll see. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Zach is going down the sports road. Uh, Mace is going down the Broncos road. I'm going down a very different path. In fact, a path that no one wants to go down. uh, What are the odds? Are they better that Deshaun Watson goes to the Broncos or the chances that any American has a sexually transmitted infection? Oh, wow. You're right. This is taking a spin. I'm I'm going to hope that it's Deshaun Watson to the Broncos has better odds. I I think there are better odds that any American has an STD. Oh, it's close. But Zach's right here. Chances oh. that any American oh. has an STD, uh, one in five. And there's three of us here. So oh. we're, <laughs> we're okay. We're okay. Her- Guys, that's herpes good news. Le- yeah. Herpes is less prevalent than I realized. I'm, I'm relieved at that. That's good news for me because you guys saw my hair in college. And let me just tell you, the ladies could not <laughs> oh get away God. from it. <laughs> Something tells me that's not true. Um, all right. We'll, we'll circle oh, back around God. to Mace here. God. All right. So John Elway's rookie card was in. Threw Mace off his game. All right. All right, John Elway's rookie card was in 1984, and you can go on eBay and find a wax pack of Topps 1984 cards. A mint John Elway card, by the way, is worth $270. It's $50 near mint. So what are the odds of getting getting a wax pack and finding a John Elway rookie card in them? 
What's is it better or worse than Deshaun Watson's odds? It's got to be way worse. Worse, absolutely, way worse. Yeah. I, I, yeah, way. Yeah, after the last one, I thought, I, I thought, I, since I tricked you with the even, I'll give you, uh, I'll, I'll give you both credit. You guys got this. It's, it's twenty-seven to one. Because the the wax pack is fifty is fifteen cards, and of course the set is three hundred ninety six cards. Now the there are three big money cards in that eighty four set, and that and the, that is the John Elway rookie, the Dan Marino rookie, and Walter Payton's card. And the odds of getting one of those three is a palatable eight point five to one. Now is that worth spending thirty three dollars on a wax pack on eBay, which is the going rate right right now? I'll let you decide. Absolutely not. I won't let you decide. Just know right there. <laughs> Mace, that's a good one. Um, all right. Well, well, because Mace mentioned Aaron Rodgers in the Green Bay Packers, I guess I'll just bring it up. Do the Broncos have better odds to land Deshaun Watson than anyone has odds to win the MVP this year? And I'll tell you the two top front runners, Patrick Mahomes, of course, and number two, Aaron Rodgers on that list. Yeah, I'll say the Broncos have better odds to land Deshaun Watson than either of those guys have to win MVP. Mace, do you agree with him? I don't agree. I think the the, uh, the odds are better on either of them being MVP. The Broncos have better odds oh. to land Deshaun Watson than anyone has to win MVP, guys. Mahomes comes in first at plus 500, so right behind the Broncos, and Rodgers plus 800. So again, Vegas is saying the Broncos have twice as good of odds to land Deshaun Watson than Aaron Rodgers does to be MVP, and i got to agree with him on that. All right, I'll go now. Uh, better chances that the Broncos land Deshaun Watson or that an American, any American, took a road trip last summer. Now, before we get into the answers here, uh, what about you guys? Did either of you guys take a road trip last summer? How long's a road trip? You know, how long are you out on the road trip? Out of for? the state. Out of the state. Okay. Okay. No, mm-hmm. I did not. So, oh for one for me. Well, uh, it, so that's the only definition. I mean, a road trip is defined differently if you're going from, say, Connecticut to Rhode Island. Did than your going car from drive Colorado. across the border of a state? Some some people drive across the border to get to work. That's true. It doesn't count if you're on the East Coast. Um, <laughs> maybe what we say is like three. Maybe like it's like three hours or something like that. Uh, I, mean, I think RK already has his stats. Yeah. Well, anyway, I, I mean, I, I like I drove to Steamboat. That's not a road trip. Right. I was going to say, I drove to the mountains. Was that a road trip? That's why no. I asked for that. Okay. Yeah. okay. But okay. I also was on the East Coast and drove from like D.C. to Maryland. So that wasn't a road trip either. All right. Because so, I, I drove to Wisconsin last summer. That's so, a road trip. And so that's that's two who didn't and one who did. So I'm going to say better odds that you took a road trip. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say better odds. And our show, the perfect sample size, one in three Americans Ooh. took a road trip last How about that? Wow. I know, right? We are, it's, we are, we, we are the, the demographic sample size. It's like uh, how products would be tested out in Kansas City because it was like the most typical American market. This is what we are. Well, okay. maybe kind maybe of. those odds will go up even more yeah. when Deshaun Watson has to road trip to Denver to move here. Oh, <laughs> yes. All right, last one uh, for each of us. Mace, we'll lead with you again. All right. The odds that Trevor Simeon would throw at least two picks in a game that he started for the Broncos. <laughs> How many games did he start? 24. Definitely worse. Definitely. Trev Trev was not doing that. 
So you're saying uh, it's worth, yeah. He did it every five games or more. I'll say better. I'll say he did it uh, every four games. And it's Ryan. Point in the wrong direction. Ryan, three to one odds that Trevi Trev, Zach's beloved Trevor Simeon, would throw at least two picks in a game that he started for the Broncos. Wow. That's wow. Yeah, yeah, that 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 isn't I can't believe you had to do me like this on this Sorry. Friday. It's, can't believe you brought bum talk into this this like that, Mace. Okay, I'll go with my last one, Mason. Since you went to my guy, I'll go to your guy. Okay. The odds of the, the Broncos getting Deshaun Watson were better or worse than the odds Tampa Bay had going into the NFC championship game of winning the Super Bowl. So Tampa Bay's Super Bowl odds before they even played the NFC championship game. Ooh. Ooh. Underdogs in both games. Right. I'd say the the odds were better for Deshaun Watson. Okay. I'm going to, I'll stick with Mace. Exactly the same, plus oh, 400. Wow. And look what happened, guys. The Tampa Bay Bucks overcame those odds and nailed it, just like the Broncos can overcome their, I guess not even overcome their 4-1 to one odds to land Deshaun. Yeah, and before I say my last one, that's kind of the point of this exercise, right? Like, it's not, we've reached the point where it's decently light. I mean, they're saying it's a 25% chance that Deshaun Watson becomes a Bronco now. Uh, you know, I remember looking at the odds to win the presidential election at like eight o'clock on election night. And so the odds right. are all Vegas isn't always right. Vegas isn't always right, but they generally have a decent idea. Now it's interesting. We're not going to name names, but a couple of other sports books have it way better. I mean, better than anything we've named so far. Neither, none of us have said anything that's more likely than one and a half to one. And that's what two different large sports books are saying right now. So they think the Broncos are the favorites more likely to have Deshaun Watson than the Houston Texans. I mean, things have gotten out of control over there. Um, so while this started as a pipe dream last week, I think I said, it's now it's just a dream. There are sports books who are just in the business of taking people's money saying that it's a likelihood and it's just, I, I don't, I don't know how to process that. They're they're saying it is as likely that the Broncos land Deshaun Watson as it was for Tampa Bay to win the Super Bowl going into the Super Bowl. I mean, that's pretty much what Tampa Bay's odds were, plus one fifty, and we certainly know how that turned out. That that's how how much of a favorite they're putting the Broncos. It's pretty crazy. All right, my last one here. Uh, Chances that your house in the United States is within a half mile of a park. Oh, wow. I, I, in Denver, I would say the odds are better, but you said United States. Yeah. And so I wonder if this is, um, if this is one we can use our sample size. Are your houses within a half mile of a park? Mine is. Mine is. No, actually mine's not. Mine's 0.8 miles. How do you know that? Because I run there. <laughs> yeah, I, I walk with my dogs there. That's and I know it's a it's about it's about a ten minute walk, and that's about a half mile. I'm I'm right on the border. Yeah, yeah mine's actually point eight eight to yeah. be exact. Are you sure there's not another one closer to you? That's what I was trying to think of. A smaller park? I don't think so. No, I, mean, I don't think there is. 
if we're if we're counting for like technical purposes, I mean, would a dog park like if there's a city owned dog park that would count? So that would not factor into yeah. my uh, stats here. Yeah. Actually, you know what? There is a smaller park that that is within half yeah. a mile of my house. So I'm yes. So that's three for three. Uh, we were a perfect sample size on the last one, but we do all <laughs> live in the same general region, which happens to be one of the best places <laughs> in the world to live. So what do you guys think? Better or worse odds? Oh, I don't know. The way you're setting this up is throwing me for a loop. I'm going to say worse odds. Uh. I'm I'm gonna say better just because parks also equal kind of in a city high density of population, and I'd say I'm gonna say it adds up to be better odds of being within a half mile of a park. One in five Americans. Oh no, so close. That makes me, that, that makes me kind of sad. Actually, I, I I wish the I wish the odds were much better on that. Yes, the thing that I read was like a health thing saying like yeah. we need more parks. Um, <laughs> exactly. So yeah, there speaking, you go. speaking of that, I think Denver has the most parks per capita? either capita or per mm-hmm. like square mileage in the entire United States. So there you go. Yeah. We we would be a uh, we would throw that off for sure. And I think we lost Ryan there, but it's perfect because we need to yeah. take a break really quick, anyways. And I gotta tell you about DraftKings Sportsbook. With all of those odds, you can bet on everything that I just threw out there at DraftKings Sportsbook right now, including those four to one odds for the Broncos to land Deshaun Watson. And if you want to get in on the action right now and see your money cash out right now, well, you can bet on basketball right now over at DraftKings Sportsbook. And they are giving new customers the chance to turn $1 into $100. You get to pick any basketball team this week in any game. And if that team hits a three-pointer, you'll turn $1 into $100. That's all you have to do. Sounds like a no-brainer for all new users. So what you do is head to the App Store right now, download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now, and use promo code DNVR to get your shot to turn $1 into $100 this week. Yeah, that's promo code DNVR for new customers to hit it to pick any game where a three-pointer is made, and you'll turn $1 into $100. Only a DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Winnings paid out and four twenty-five dollars free bets. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Uh, I'm very relieved that that didn't happen while James Palmer was on the show. That was giving <laughs> me anxiety this morning. I just, you know, it's just bound to happen in 2021. What? No, yeah. no, tr- no trust in your homies? Well, no, I, I know you guys got me. I mean, I bet Mace could rattle off this Colorado XO's read <laughs> like nobody's business. Uh, but because he probably doesn't have it in front of him. No, I, will, I do. Oh, actually, <laughs> I, by I, all when, means. When you, when you left, when, you, when the connection forced you off, I scrolled it up. So let's talk about the Colorado XO's. Rugby Town USA is excited to introduce you to our new rugby venture and team, the Colorado XO's, who are athletes who have competed at the highest level of their respective sports. These guys come from football, basketball, baseball, wrestling, soccer, and track with the necessary skills to excel at the game of rugby. You might have heard of some of them. Tanela Tupau, former Seahawk, Falcon, Arizona Cardinal. And guess what? You can learn about Tupau and others over at Infinity Park at Glendale.com. This is part of developing a strong national rugby team in this country. You get these athletes from other sports in a full-time rugby training environment in Rugby Town, USA, hopes to expedite their development and inject the national team with elite talent that will help them on the global stage 
and ultimately to holding up that Rugby World Cup someday. They're going to have two matches coming up here very shortly, live streamed on April 3rd and April 10th. So check your calendars and check out the DNVR Rugby Podcast because our guy Colton Strickland has, Strickler has it covered for you completely. You know, And you know what? You follow him. You follow the DNVR Rugby account. You keep up with the latest news. And you can learn about rugby with those Colton, with those 101 rugby podcast that Colton hosts. And of course, we got Super Rugby starting down in New Zealand and Australia here at the end of this month. And so that's something to bet on. You can bet over our with our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook, and Colton will tell you who to watch, who to ride in those Super Rugby games that kick in at the end of the month. It's great late night watching if you have a chance to do that sometime. So check out the DNVR Rugby podcast and check out the Colorado XOs and how they're going to change the game of rugby in the United States. I love it. That was a, a true pro, Mace. You were prepared. <laughs> and, you know, they always say you got to always prepare like you're the starter, and you were just ready to jump in for me on, on the, the ad read. You've got to have a backup plan, right? I mean, NASA has a backup plan. You know, George Payton is a guy that's got contingent A, plan A, and then contingency plan B, C, and D because he's that kind of prepared. We're just trying to live up to the standard here, fellas. I Unless you have Peyton Manning, you don't need a plan B. That's true. I might have just got Wally Pipped. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know if I'm going to do any more reads. Um, all right. Let's get on to our final segment here. We're going to finish with something really fun. Uh, but much to my dismay, we do have to talk about football a little bit. Um, Zach, what do we have on the news front for the Broncos? Is there anything we need to touch on when it comes to Broncos news? Well, speaking of fun, this news is fun. Chris Beak, defensive assistant, got a promotion to the defensive passing game coordinator. Guys, this is a kind of a cool thing for him because he's been with the team for nine years now, six as a defensive assistant, seven as a defensive assistant. Now getting that promotion to So congrats to Chris Beak. Uh, on not-so-fun news, the Broncos did make a move, released Kyle Pecko yesterday, uh, and he's been on the team you know on and off I think he's been cut something like eight or nine times so maybe there's a chance he comes back of course did not play last year but those are just the small news uh items that you kind of expect in February just some small things but uh George Payton's going through this roster we saw five or six cuts within the past few weeks he's going through and just making those cuts to clear way for whether it's Deshaun Watson or whether it's some UDFAs that he brings in love it yeah and some sad news as well with the passing recently of Wayne Nunnally, who was the D-line coach from 2009 to 2011, also was the uh, the first uh, black head coach at UNLV back in the late uh, 1980s. Now, not only he coached in the NFL for 17 seasons with three different teams, the Saints, Chargers, and Broncos. So he was brought in by Josh McDaniels, but John Fox kept him around for 2011. Then he retired. But the cool thing about Nunley, guys, is he actually has a patent on an invention. You know when you go out to practice and you see the D-line coach holding the football on a stick to simulate a snap? It's called the, it's called the snapper, and that is something Wayne Nunley invented and put a patent on. And so – you can go to raycrow.com and order a snapper stick, and it's just a Nerf football on a stick, and that and that was his invention to make things easier. Wayne was having problems with his knees, and he was, it was tough for him to bend over, and so he's like, how do I simulate the snap without having to bend over, and came up with this, and you can find one of these snapper sticks in pretty much any – any NFL or, or college equipment room for for coaches to use. So sad day, but uh, a pretty good guy and uh, someone who had forgotten more about defensive line technique uh, than most people will ever know. 
Wayne Nunn only dead at 68. Damn. That's a shame. Yeah. But, you yeah. know, it, it, th- th- that story is always an inspiration to me. It's always like the, the simplest things. Like he probably made a decent amount of money on that because I've seen it with every single football practice I've ever been to. Yeah. So those, a lot of those have been sold. Uh, and it's just like, uh, you know, have you seen the one of like the little suction cup that goes on the back of your putter so you don't have to lean down to pick up your ball? You just like suction it. Like, <laughs> yeah. Just like, man, someone made a lot of money on that stuff. Really simple idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is that is that what this third segment's about? Are we coming up with uh, ideas to make some cash? I mean, heck, I was going to do something totally different, but that sounds way better. <laughs> What's something that's that's mildly inconveniencing you right now? And here's what we do. We have people drop it in the comment section. We take it in as our own, and bada bing, bada boom, we can have some good company with some good company Breck Brew Seltzers this weekend. Love it. We'll all be millionaires mm-hmm. off of your ideas. Um, okay. What we're actually going to do, those of you who have listened to this podcast for a long time know uh, that food is a big part of the uh, subtext. Am I using that word correctly, Mace? So, yeah, I'd say that's, that's the perfect word for it is subtext. Okay. Uh, of this show. So one thing that we want to do on these Friday shows is, is uh, circle back to some of our old debates and formalize them. So today, we are going to do the Pop-Tart Draft. A lot of times, we have discussed what are the best Pop-Tarts. So what we're going to do is we're going to draft them. We're going to tweet it out. We'll let the people decide who drafted the best team. Uh, it's a snake-style draft. And um, I don't I mean, I don't know. We have a, You have a one-in-three chance of getting the first pick, which is better than the odds of getting Deshaun Watson. I just... <laughs> How are we going to decide who gets the first pick? Well, Ryan, you typically throw something our way to to start a conversation. Can I just throw it to your way with the number one overall pick? I will gladly take the number one overall pick here. Did I just make a big mistake here? Uh Uh-oh. I don't know. I uh, I think my now my number one pick is controversial. I I might be taking Zach Wilson here. Like I. (laughs) Oh. So, you, June Jones? Oh, no, he won. Well, Mac Jones. <laughs> Broncos have better odds to land Deshaun Watson than Zach Wilson does having go first overall. Uh, he sure does. Okay, yeah. So mm-hmm. I think this is a hot take, but I can only stay true to my board. You know, it's about I watched the film. I did the evaluations. He's setting up a bad pick right here, ladies and gentlemen. Awful. That's yeah. what he's doing. Number one overall pick in the one and only Pop-Tart draft. S'mores Pop Tarts. Oh, oh no, that would have been mine. That's a oh, great okay, pick. Okay, that, right, that, that, that's Trevor Thank Lawrence you. right there. That would have been my last pick. That's great. That that got that got rejected here. My daughter said Bleh, didn't like it. We gave it a shot. Yeah, well, you know, we're not going to Charlotte. We're going to uh, our case. Yeah, house. yeah. And then I'm bring, and then I'm bringing something else. But Zach, how do we decide who goes next? You want to do rock paper rock paper scissors shoot? Sure, let's do it. Let's do All it. Right. All right, you rock, call it. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh. <laughs> All right. Do you have the, you have the Super Bowl ring? Does that crush me? Uh, uh, okay, fine. I'll pick second. <laughs> I, you gave it to me. I got. I'm going strawberry. Oh, okay. I, I, had, yeah. I had a strawberry pop tart yesterday. I mean, you know, it's delightful. A, in a way, that's kind of the Trevor Lawrence pick, where it's like, okay, yeah. okay, yep, expected, expected, done that. Speci- um, yeah, but specifically with frosting, as someone mentioned in the comments yeah. here, because uh, the the unfrosted ones are they're bottom of the barrel. I'm tipping yeah. myself unfrosted, off the undrafted. 
Yeah, yes. it's serious. You're not eating a pop tart to to be healthy. I mean, you might as well make it as delicious as it could be. And yeah. you, you do need the the outside and the inside. But guys, this I was going one A one B with my first overall pick. Ryan took one of them, so it makes this easy for me. And I'm going with I think a fan favorite here. I'm going cookies and oh. cream. So oh. Give me cookies and cream. But it now. Reached. Now I have to guess the one that Ryan was going to say. So for my second pick, because I'm first in the second round, oh man, I'm trying to guess this. And I'm going off the the uh, the one that Ryan got. I'm going to go hot fudge Sunday. Yes. No, no. Oh. That's a bad pick when the people behind you. Oh, man. Okay. You wow! Try, you tried to do what your opponent didn't want you to do. Yeah, I tried. I tried. What's, I stayed what true is, to what I, what my mentality is, though. Okay, you, you left the next fruit flavor for me. Thank you, blueberry. Oh my god, you guys are so frosted blueberry. Oh no, we are so toast. You're, you're, you're as toasted <laughs> you guys as. Are, I'm sorry. I'm like, what are you guys thinking? The fruit flavors are the way to go here. I mean, <laughs> all right. Yeah. See, uh, I, I, well, you're gonna learn here in a second uh, that I'm. I don't. I, I, there's no point in me even hiding it. I'm anti fruit flavored pop tarts, um, yeah. and so like those to me are like um, pocket quarterbacks in 2021. Like <laughs> they're just not even on my board. Um, and so for me, the second, the last pick in the second round, I'm taking brown sugar cinnamon. Ah, uh, that was going to be my first pick and or my last pick in the next round. Yeah, uh, yep. you got you got too uh, you got too caught up. I got cute. Yeah, you did. Uh, I, I, should we go three rounds? Is that is that enough pop tarts? Let's let's do it. So so Ryan, yeah. that was uh, oh, that, that's just the cl- that's just a classic, right? Yeah, that is a classic. Yeah, I mean, brown sugar cinnamon was my go-to. Like something about it is a little bit better. Uh, feels like it's not quite as bad for you as the s'mores one. Um, <laughs> so it's like oh, like if I'm having just like a breakfast as a kid, and I'm like okay, I don't quite want dessert. Uh, I went with the brown sugar cinnamon. It's closer to like, you know, oatmeal with a little bit of brown sugar on there. Okay, yes, yes, right. Minus all the nutritional value. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess I go again here. And I'll be honest, guys. Those are the only two I eat. Uh, Mm. I don't even mess with any other one. So I'm having to go off my board here simply because I couldn't trade this pick away. Uh, (laughs) And I'm just going to go with one that I think other people will like. Uh, I'm going with a classic here. It's just chocolate chip. It's just chocolate chip, uh, a uh, chocolate chip pop tart. I've never had it. But. Yeah, you, you went. You went with the seventh round pick in the seventh round pick. I mean, in in the seventh yeah. round, you, there's you, nothing you, good left on the board. No, oh, I completely disagree because I'm taking raspberry frosted in the third round. So he went strawberry, I mean, blueberry, raspberry. This wow. dra- this draft board went exactly as I wanted it to. Yeah. I mean, mine did too. Is, I just didn't have a plan delightful. for the last round. <laughs> Guys, I feel I feel like I am I I'm this is a make or break pick right here. If I hit this, I think I'm going to win. But guys, <laughs> I don't I don't even know what's left right now. Like like you're saying, th- this is undrafted territory right now, and I guess I'll stick true to kind of what I've been going with and I will really appeal to my chocolate fans out there. I'll go chocolate fudge mm-hmm. to round it out. And I'm really going the opposite of Mace. Mace is going all fruit. I'm going all chocolate. Hope that I have more chocolate fans out there. Yeah, yeah. I went, so like I looked at some of the, like 
basically every outlet in the world has written a story titled the definitive uh, Pop-Tart rankings. I went through them and like, after like the top five, it is just a bunch of stuff that they have just thrown at the wall and hoped it sticks. Um, So like my whole board was like cookies and cream, chocolate chip, hot fudge sundae, red velvet, chocolate fudge. I just went all the dessert flavors. I like how Christopher here in the comments is saying Pop-Tarts are breakfast, not dessert. <laughs> My guy, like you're no matter which one you eat, it still has the same nutritional value as dessert. <laughs> right. Yeah. And for the record, I had mine at 345 yesterday. So uh, snack. It, it, it's, it's a snack. It's a snack for me. I mean, but yeah, some of the flavors you get into this, like, Jolly Rancher watermelon pop tarts. That's disgusting. Okay. Is it? Yeah. No. Yeah. Like the, my next choice was going to be wild berry. I mean, I'm, I'm I I was going to be able to work through the fruits if you guys didn't want the fruit flavors. But you know, I just I've got to I've got to have I've got to have the fruit. There's a vanilla latte. That sounds hard. Not too bad. I, I'll give that a try. <laughs> Macy, you Chocolate, you sound you mocha. sound like. You sound like Wisconsin, Wisconsin football team. You know, you just get the interior and build from without. You just get that fruit and build from without from there. I know what, hey, I know what I'm looking for in the type of team I want to build. <laughs> I have I have an idea and I'm going to make sure I get it. <laughs> I would have fought anyone on site if they, if they drafted Cherry. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't do that. Ch- cherry is the least of the fruit flavors because wild berry is going to be next. I actually, if we'd gone five rounds... I was thinking Cherry was giving me my fifth round pick. I should have drafted this one. I think it was on, was it on my board? Did I forget to add it to my board? I did. That's that's yeah. a problem. Um, bad bad scouting. I I haven't had this one, but it looks like it would be the one that I would like the next best. And it's cinnamon roll. Like that oh. has to be good. Ooh, if I like yeah. the brown sugar cinnamon one, yeah, this is just the yeah. same thing with like a little more sweet frosting. I assume this is this is the classic David Williams accountant pick where you mm, pick right. him over the Philip Lindsay. So now we're just we're we're we are bidding the highest for cinnamon roll right now. That's true. Yep. Yep. <laughs> okay, we're going to tweet out our picks and we'll give you guys a poll. You can vote on uh, who drafted the best Pop Tart squad. Um, Zach, the producers are asking, what was your last pick? Uh, my last pick was hot. F- no, what was it? I've yeah, got chocolate a- fudge. Chocolate, chocolate fudge. fudge. Yes, exactly. Exactly. I had some actual chocolate fudge the other day for the first time in a long time. That is a delicious thing that they created. Oh man, what, was it just was it thick? Did your teeth just slide right through it, just like James Palmer's ring <laughs> through the cake? Exactly. Yeah, it was just like. Uh, it was just like a brick, you know? Yeah. And, and uh, it just slides right through it. I can see why. I mean, this – look, I mean, I'm wearing it for show, but when I'm typing, the ring has to be off. You, you can't you can't do normal functions with this, although from time to time, I like to just wear it out for an errand, like to go to the – to go to, to King Supers and uh, get a couple of things and then just walk around wearing the ring. I just do it for the heck of it sometimes. Do you, do you ever smaller. think people think that you played, uh, or or do you think uh, you give off more of a coach vibe? I think I, I think I probably give off more of a coach vibe, I, or I guess. GM vibe. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Or, so, or but I mean, the common people would most people would think coach or player, right? They they wouldn't think of like a scout or anything like that. So I think uh, I think pro- probably the coach. Yeah, that I'm sure I'm sure there's probably a few people that say, well, can't look, he can't be a player. 
doesn't really look like a coach. Maybe he's uh, just maybe he just bought the ring off of eBay or something like that. Maybe they don't actually think it's mine. But Mace, how about is. this? When when you when we finally get to meet George Payton in person, you should wear it. And when you shake his hand to meet him, just make sure that he sees it because you have you have really one more fl- than he does. Really flick yeah. the wrist with that weight on your head. <laughs> George, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. And you get it right there, you know. Oh, well, sorry, my ring got in the way. Sorry about yeah. that, George. Can't hear you. I got the ring in my ear. Although I only have the one, I don't have the uh, the two like Patrick Waugh once spoke of. But actually, I credit Steve Atwater of all people with encouraging me to wear it more often. He's like, "Hey, you have it. You should wear it." So if this had been a normal year, for example, and we'd been down on Radio Row Super Bowl week and all that, that ring would have been out there every day. <laughs> My question is this. Now, we have very few single people that work here at DNVR, mm-hmm. but uh, I'm just wondering if you would allow us to use your ring for an experiment where we give it to Henry and just, like, let him go to the bar and just, like, sit next to a girl and put it up on his face and just see how if she reacts. <laughs> I'd have to be there. I, right. I, I don't... I don't ever let the, I don't ever let this thing uh, I mean, out not sight. out of my sight, but out of out of my possession. So when we get on the other side of the pandemic, hey, I, I'm down for that for that experiment. But I've got to yeah. be right there. I've got to be right there with with within eye shot. I really want to see if someone of Henry's stature can convince a girl that he played in Super Bowl Fifty. <laughs> Man, if, if the if the ring isn't going to do it for Hank, I don't know what will. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, the, the thing that'll probably won't hurt him, help him, he'll have to say that his last name is Mason because it's he, right there. He should say that his first name is Mason. <laughs> Although the other thing that gives it away that I'm not a coach is that it said I actually had WWW. Now, That's the three rings, oh, three wow. wins in the Super yeah. Bowl. Well, what it was was like if a, a player gets the number on there and a coach might get like the position they coach. So you had the option. Otherwise it was just going to be like a little blank, like a, a blank football. And I'm like, what can I do that's unique? And I'm like, well, I spent my entire, I, my entire career covering football on the internet. So I just went with WWW. And then I did that and I showed it to other people on the staff and they're like, why didn't I think of that? That's actually it's actually really cool. I like it a yeah. lot. Um, so. And and it can stand for the three W's that the Broncos have in Super Bowls. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. which brings it all back around to the title of the show: Three Ring yes. Circus. <laughs> uh, before we get out of here, Allie has the graphic prepared. There's the draft. So if you want to scout our teams uh, from the jump, we're gonna tweet these out in a second, uh, and you guys can vote on who had the best pop tart draft. Uh, I can't imagine a scenario in which I don't win. Yeah, no, it's clearly the right side. Just look at that. That's that's a dream team right there. My, dare I say that it's the Tampa Bay, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 2021 team? All oh. of yours are ice cream flavors. Uh, is that a surprise to you? No, but I just <laughs> uh, it's a good thing there's Very. not a bubble gum pop tart. Oh man, I, I did do research last night to see if we had cotton candy or bubble gum, and unfortunately, no. All right. Well, this was really, really, really fun. I want to finish with a shout out to Green Mountain Dental, the best damn family owned dentist group in the metro area. If you schedule a cleaning, x ray, and exam with them, you can get a free Sonicare toothbrush, which you're going to need after you eat Zach's Pop Tarts uh, that are all ice cream <laughs> themed. Uh, so check them out, Green Mountain Dental Group. Uh, they really treat you like family over there. And so, um, you know, they're a part of our family. We'd love if they became a part of your family as well. 
But for the first episode of Three Ring Circus, which will be live with you every single Friday from here on out, we thank you guys so much for tuning in. This was a hell of a lot of fun. Zach, Mace, great job on your prep. Great job on everything. And there's the one final flex from Mace. We will talk to you guys next week on the DNVR Broncos podcast. taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on that's nice at caskers.com we make this experience easy caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code welcome 10 for ten dollars off your first purchase get ten dollars off your first purchase with code welcome 10 at caskers.com